Welcome to the Going There podcast. I am Kim, and this is my amazing husband. And strong and good looking. Yes, yes, all those. (laughs) Well, I'm Chris, and we are husband and wife, parents of three amazing kids, co-pastors of Journey Church in Newport News, Virginia, and ketogenic coaches. We want to bring you guys along for the fun as we dive into topics not touched from the pulpit. On the Going There podcast, we will be sharing in full transparency about marriage, sex, and faith. And did I mention sex? We are going there. Nothing is off limits. With 20 years of ministry experience and 18 years of marriage and three kids, we've seen the good, the bad, the ugly, and the really good. The Going There podcast can be found on all your favorite podcast platforms, as well as Facebook and Instagram. You can also find us at goingtherepodcast.com. So go ahead, subscribe to the podcast, and get a new episode every Wednesday. Go ahead and like us and share on Facebook and Instagram, because we are going there. Hey guys, welcome back to the Going There podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us yet again for another week. We have some fun stuff to talk about today, some yeah. challenging stuff to some talk about stuff. today. <laughs> I think, yeah, more challenging more than anything else, right? Yeah. But it's going to be good stuff because it's yeah. stuff that will take you to the next level in your relationship. Yes. Um, but before we get there, let's let's start here. Let's start with how are you doing? Because last week we dropped the we dropped the the hook. Are we? We told everybody basically that we were jumping into the 75 hard and you yes. said, why did you do that? Because now we're going to be held accountable and it's like, that's what we need. We need accountability. <laughs> and so we're... Yo, week... that's bad. That's that's so bad. You uh, just totally outed me. <laughs> no. Well, anybody who listened to it last week knows. Yeah, yeah. But oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to out you. It's uh, good. I don't like being held accountable. <laughs> You don't like being held accountable. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well then, I'm just okay. Kidding. Great, great topic today for the podcast. No, then, huh? I'm just kidding. It's a it's a big challenge for sure that we've put ourselves in. This is something we're just doing for ourselves to better ourselves and absolutely do hard stuff. Yes. And so, um, for me, it was the beginning of it was kind of hard. We're on day five now, I believe, right? Well, we're as as we're recording, yes. As we're recording, we're at day five. Yes. Yeah. Um. So. It's been tough because I've had to adjust some of my my water intake for my body. Right. And how because you were floating away. Everybody's bodies are so different, and that's right. a benefit. And though, one thing in the challenge is you're supposed to drink a gallon of water, and so if I was to actually follow that 100, percent I would be failing having <laughs> like to a start gallon over. is half a gallon is half your half your body weight. <laughs> a gallon is more than half of my body <laughs> no, weight, right? Not. No, no, no. I'm saying it's a lot of water for you. Yeah. And yeah. so, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, anyways, I've had to cut back a little bit because I was actually having a bad reaction to that much yep. water, which was creating almost a feeling of dehydration, which I was not. Right. But no, that's no, what I was feeling no. like. Anyways, once I've gotten past <clears throat> that and I've figured out my water intake. Yeah. It's been good. It's yeah. been challenging because there's been some rainy days here in VA. Oh, my. Um. Yeah. But that was actually kind of like, wow, this isn't too bad to walk in the rain. Like, yeah. So two workouts a day. It's part of the 75 hard is you have to yeah. do two workouts, 45 minutes long each. One has to be outside. Yeah. Um, one of those workouts have to be outside, and which is great because the first couple of days, we, we've been doing these like, you know, three to five mile walks like yeah. at a brisk pace. We're like YMCA walking, y'all. Swinging arms. Well, I'm not swinging <laughs> arms, but Kim swings her arms when she walks. But yes. but we're, we're a fast-paced walk for the second workout, one of the workouts. And the first couple of days, it was beautiful. It was yeah. awesome. And then day four hit, and day four sucked. I mean, it was like the it was like oh. the Genesis flood, y'all. You know? It was like raining for forever. Mm-hmm. And it was actually day three, I think. Our day three, was... yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. And so and our feet were soaked, day. and it was just nasty. My shoes yeah. were soaked. 
Um, but yeah, so... And we did find out that since I do love to swing my arms and yes. keep pace, that we have to have distance between us. We got to. I tend to walk sideways. I, I think it has something to do... She beats the crap out of with me when my, we walk. With my uneven hips, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know if you're a doctor and you know that. You can but let us I, know, yeah. yeah. But I walk... I walk into him and all the time i'm like yo get off there's there's this whole road here and you just you gotta make your way over and punch me in my kidneys every time yeah so we found we're that odd couple that walks like a couple feet apart from each other we love each other though it's all good yeah so anyways that's how that's how mine started out how about the how about the diet portion of that we're doing ketogenic obviously we're ketogenic coaches so we've been doing this for a while but keto has been great and Mm -hmm. diet's been good i'm used to that like that was already i was already doing that prior so i think i think everything has been pretty Pretty easy, I think, for me, except for that one rainy day. I think everything's been pretty, pretty easy for the most part. Yeah. Um, but like I said, we're day five, so we got seventy more days left to yeah. go. So we'll okay. see. But it's I think good. I think it's going in the right direction. Yep. So that's going well. All right. So what about let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about how has God shown up real quick before we dive in. Just kind of starting off like. How has God shown up in your week? And I, and we talked about this before. Um, I do this with the company that I work for as we, yeah. we get together and on Monday mornings for a Bible study. And, and I always start off the, the conversation of the study with, how did you see Jesus show up last week yeah. in your life? And that can be anything from marriage, work, family, kids, sports, hobby, whatever it is. But it just causes us to look back and, and really have this um, awareness and this right. attitude, this, this gratitude of seeing God uh, move in our lives yeah. in different ways. And so... How for us, I think one thing that we can both agree on, and yes. we have individual things, but mostly like one thing we both agree on is, is uh, this past week it was incredible. We're in the process of buying a house, yeah. and the house that we are buying, if you know about this housing market right now in 2021, it's ridiculous. There's yes. a shortage of houses that are on the market, and houses are selling for ten and $20,000 over asking price, you right. know, and it's just, and then no sooner are they on the market than they're gone. It's just crazy. But yeah. look, so we, the whole story about how we got this house is pretty incredible, but right. to say the least, uh, we're in this contract. And when the appraisal comes back, the appraisal comes back uh, for like ten grand less than what the house was selling for, which is not, I mean, it's not uncommon. People right. are, at, they're getting whatever they want for their houses yeah. right now. And so, and for us, that was just a, a no-go, just for the type of loan that we're getting and stuff. And it was like a no-go. It was like, man, we, we're going to have to figure out, you know, how to come out of pocket this, this money. No, you and, were figuring uh, Yeah, you I was figuring it out. figure that out. Like, all right, I was like, well, that um, takes all of our renovation budget and all that stuff. And, yeah. and so. And I was like, I was. I was arguing with the Lord. I'm like, uh-uh. Nope. She said, I want this house, right? If this is it, God, like, this has got to be dropped <clears throat> down to this price. <laughs> right, which is crazy. And it puts us a street over from where we're living at, the, sh- the, the neighborhood that we want to be in, the schools yeah. that our kids want to be in. And so we, you know, we were praying about it, like, all right, Lord, you, you, we need you to show up in this in this moment. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then you were walking uh, yesterday, yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Was it yesterday? Mm-hmm. You were walking yesterday. And, um, and... And you said you ran into I the ran homeowner. I ran into the homeowner, and yeah. he went ahead and let me know that they had went ahead and talked it out. Talked it out and decided to go with the appraisal price. Listen, which was that doesn't 10 happen. Grand less than what we were supposed to be buying it for. Right, that doesn't happen. Right, like they could have, they could have yeah. absolutely came back and said, "Nah, we just rather go with a different buyer. We're gonna keep it for this price." And yeah. the house would have sold. It would have sold, no problem. But they, they, I mean, they're they're followers of Christ as right. well, and they just right. said, "Look, we talked about mm-hmm. it, and we just feel this is what we should do. This is the right yeah. thing." And there's a big God thing that yeah. where we've seen God show show up this week and. 
in because literally it's five weeks away. Like yeah, we're, it's we're not, closing in, right, in July. It's like we ain't got time to play games right no. now with this, you know, and no. they don't have time either. No, they're And moving, so yeah. it's like God just was like, all right, let me just take care of this for, for both of you on both of your ends. And it was just... It was definitely uh, answer right. to prayer said, for me because I'm like I don't want to fork out extra ten grand right. out of my pocket for right. renovation. That's a reno money. That's a reno money. Yeah. Right. So it was so funny because I was like, man, look at God show. Look at God show off. And Kim looked at me yesterday and she said, you're trying to give our money away. You know, you sure was y'all. <laughs> I was. I, me and God were. I was going at it on oh, my good. behalf too. <laughs> so that's one way. Okay, we'll, we'll speed it up. Yeah. That's one way that we definitely both seen God come through this week. Yeah. Seen Jesus in our week. Yep. Um, I think for me personally, I think uh, last night was awesome. There was a nasty storm that came through and uh and look i was dreading having to to do my my second workout my, my three mile walk right um because it was pouring down rain it was and bad. look i had two friends who should remain nameless i know they listen but they should remain nameless. they were gonna go walk <laughs> with me and man that storm hit and they were like yeah so uh have fun and we're not, we're not uh, getting off the couch yeah we're not getting off the couch and i was like you know it's hard to find good friends but uh <laughs> But uh, to be fair, they, they I guilted one of them that was going to walk with us, but he, you know, I told him he didn't have to. But yeah. so, but anyways, here's the thing: you ain't so, want people time, anyways. I did. I needed me time. Yeah. I needed some me time. And so, you know, right at the time I was supposed to walk, which was around eight o'clock last night, man, the sun came out, the clouds disappeared, right. and it was gorgeous. It, it was, was like a Instagram filter on mm -hmm. the entire walk, so it was pretty awesome. Yeah. For me, that's how he showed up. What yeah, about for you? me this week showed up and helping me see. Um, through some medical tests that there was some health stuff that was off. Yeah. So now that I'm able to see that, I'm able to kind of get that under control, hopefully. Yeah. And get some numbers where they're supposed to be to be able to move forward in some other things health-wise. So that was a big deal because when you don't know, you don't know. You just right. feel like, what is Crap. wrong? Yeah. Right. Wrong? And you don't, and if you don't know, you just assume that it's something else going on. Right. So I believe that that was a, a big show up. So I had some alter alterations in my medication and right, right. being able to move forward makes me feel good. Man, so good. Yeah. So good. So good. So look, if you clicked on this podcast, you probably clicked on it for the title. And the title of the podcast is how to get your spouse or your partner to do exactly what you want them to do. And so um, all of you us... You mean I can't do that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All of us want to <laughs> do that. We all want to know how to get our partners to do what we want them to do. And, yes. uh, and that's funny because when we talk about counseling couples over, over the years right. and doing pastoral counseling with them, um, that's pretty much what seems to be the, the question. You know, when couples right. come in, it's really, uh, we're having issues, we're having tensions, we're having disagreements. Right. And really when you hear them explain, well, tell me what, what's going on, what you want to see. And it's like, well, here's what they're doing and here's how I want them to respond. Right. And here's what they need to do to respond. Right. Or they're and, not doing this. Right. And so the question then comes back usually is like, so you want them to do exactly what you want them to do. You want right. them to do everything you want them to do. Yeah, of course. Well, Yes, I want you to pick the towel up off the floor. Yes, I want you to put the toilet paper on the roll. Right. Yes, I want you to clean the to toothpaste off. Those are your things towards me, I know. Oh, <laughs> it is true. It is <laughs> true. toothpaste off of the toothpaste thing. I Because you want don't you put the do lid back. Well, you do a lot better job now. When we first got married, you didn't, though. You yeah, just leave was... the lid off and you just let the toothpaste make its own new lid each time. I don't recall this stuff. Yeah, it was early on in our, yeah. in our marriage. It I was. don't recall. It was. That's where JoJo gets it from. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So how do I get my partner to change? Like, that's the thing. How do I get my partner to change? I want right. them to change. How do I get them to change? Well, here's the reality. You can't get them to change. Right. There isn't anything that really you can force them to do you yeah. know inadvertently or, or, or overtly i should say or, or whatever there's not there's not a strict strategy that you can implement that's going to immediately change 
your partner. Yeah. There and, are things that you can do for yourself, yes. but not necessarily for them. What are you going to say? No, I think often we think, well, we'll just communicate and communicate and communicate and communicate. And communication is going to help you change. Communication, the way, when I communicate this with you, that's going to make you change. And it's right. really not, that's not the, you know, no. that's not the answer is to just over communicate and over communicate. No. It's, that's not going to change someone, you know? No, so, it, it might let them know what you're feeling or how yes. you're feeling, but it doesn't right. necessarily mean that it's going to create no. change, you know? And I think for, for a lot of us, we want our partner to do what we want to do, want them to do or be who we want them to be right. um, because we ourselves don't really want to change. And mm. that's the question. That's the thing that we have to, right. to tackle. A lot of times we, we, you know, when you talk about David Schnarr uh, as a psychologist, he talks about differentiation yes. and differentiation is the ability to have your own sense of self as well as, as relationships. So it's how you respond to relationship and independence. So if you look at a, right. a triangle on, on a, on a piece of paper, the bottom two pieces of the triangle would be, uh, are, are the one, two sides, right? So one side would be togetherness. The other side would be, uh, independence. Right. And at the you know, a person who is is not very differ differentiated. In other words, you don't have a healthy balance of understanding self and others will be at one end or the other, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to swing to one side or the other. Yeah. And a lot of times we build, we start relationships at the bottom and, and we're, we're more attached. So I'm more independent. You're more, more focused on togetherness or, right. or you should say, um, others, others validating, right? right. I'm you're, others validating. Yeah. I, I'm doing everything I do based on your opinion and your approval of, right. which of is me. often how most relationships start out. A, a lot of relationships, lot. all of us at some point, we all start still deal with that and we can that goes all through attachment and attachment theories we're not gonna mm -hmm. talk about that but but that really is the sense of it it's it's like so when you're learning to be differentiated if you take that triangle you draw a line straight down the center of the triangle yeah as we move up in differentiation as we learn how to better be a uh, better uh, to to better um to have a sense of self and others, the, right. the better we are at becoming differentiated. As we move up the triangle, the distance between self and others grows smaller, and we right. have a better handle on doing that. And right. so when we talk about uh, getting our partner to do what it is that we want to do, what we're really saying is, is I don't want to stretch and grow uh, more than, than I have to. Right. I'm comfortable. <laughs> right. I'm comfortable. And, and if you know anything about your relationship and, and, and at all, it's, it's, you know, that your relationship creates moments of tension yeah. and discomfort, mm -hmm. you know, but you don't ever grow. You're never going to grow in your relationship without discomfort. You'll never grow in anything. Right. Without discomfort. Because often we think that when discomfort comes like that, that there's something wrong. Right. But if we think about when you go back to the foundation of your relationship, how it started, often it started with trying to get the other person or trying to get yourself to be in agreement with the other person enough that they don't, that they like you, that they fall for you, that they, right. you know, enjoy being with you. And so you start becoming less of you right. to make yourself fall into this mold of togetherness, basically, right. which right. is being others others validated right, i right, need right. you to validate that i'm okay that i'm good enough for you or right. i'm accepted by you so that we can continue this relationship and then at some point in our relationships we recognize well hold on who am i right and and that's where the tension comes in and often when we feel that tension we think something's wrong with us mm. as a couple mm. when 
often it's just something's wrong with me. Right. And I've got to grow right. through this and grow and figure out who am I in this relationship. Right. A lot of times we, well, a lot of times people aren't as self-aware to say, well, then really what's wrong with me, right? No. We, we, oh, gosh, Because we, no. we project it upon them. Yeah. What's wrong with them? Yeah. What we have, what I thought our relationship should look like doesn't look like that no more. Right. And it's because you're not doing this or yeah. you, it's because you're doing this and it's not working the way that I want it to work. Mm -hmm. They're not being the puppet that you want them to be. Well, right. no one's to be a puppet, right? right. You're not to right. be my puppet. I'm not to be your puppet. Right. And that is a hard thing to break away from right. um, based on how, how uh, others validating you are. Right. And, and this is the thing, you know, uh, David Schnarch talks about, um, uh, emotionally invested relationships yes. are growing machines. Well, marriage is one of those things. Mm -hmm. Marriage is an emotionally invested relationship that will cause you to grow because it yeah. creates opportunities for, for tension and fighting and disagreement. You know, we were right. disagreeing on the way home yesterday yeah. um, and, and leaving Chick-fil-A talking about a, a particular uh, YouTube video we saw and you said, right. well, I don't like what was said there. And I'm like, well, that's not what they said there. And you're like, no, that's what they said. And we right. went back and forth mm -hmm. and it came back to uh, just a difference of opinion. Yeah. And for most people, they can't sit in the tension of disagreement right. because that it's uncomfortable. Right. I don't, well, if you don't agree, agree with me, then right. there's something, there's something really wrong with the situation. Right. And it's like, no, you can disagree and still mm -hmm. have a great relationship. But I think we've grown up under, we've grown up having to re-understand that because in our past, if one of us disagreed with each other, we felt like, well, hold on. If you just, I need to get you on my side. Right. How I do I win to, you to yeah, my side? Yeah, I need you to come over to this side. Why? Because, because I need you to validate that we're on the same page. That, right. Because we have to be, our togetherness means that we have to agree on everything. Right. But now, no. you know, as we've grown, you know, grown up and we continue to grow and stretch ourselves and allow the tension to be there. No. I, like I, I've said, I said that to you. It's like, I can, I can completely disagree. Right. And it not hinder our relationship like we can still continue to to right. love each other we can still have this emotional togetherness yeah. without me saying yes okay i agree with you fine you know and i'm okay with that now right You'll but there never... would have been a time where i would not have been okay where i would right. have been like okay i guess i'm wrong or right. i would have fought it until you were you understood my point of view and now i'm like i ain't fighting it right i don't, I don't care you're wrong care. i'm right that's the, that's where you're right. at like right. oh, you're wrong well, i'm, I'm right. not okay. saying you're wrong that's the thing it's no, like no, no. i think that we think that well you're wrong if you don't agree with me no, uh, yeah. but that creates that tension of like no like we just see things through a different filter maybe and that sure. is completely okay you know Right. Given certain, there's some right. things but like you hold, as morality you hold, right, right, right. and things and like that. Right, right. But you hold your opinion because you feel it's the right opinion. Yes. They hold their opinion because they feel the right opinion. Right. At some point, we feel the other person is wrong. Right. And it's not often we're like, well, we're both right. We just see it different. Well, mm -hmm. that might be there sometimes. But for the majority right. of it, it's like, well, you're wrong. But again, whether they're wrong or right, though. <laughs> right. Whether they're wrong or right. See how I was just right in you're that situation. You're such a one. This yeah. is a one on the Enneagram, y'all. This is what I have to, <laughs> I have to debate and set intentions with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've grown up so well, right? And so have I. It's it's been good. Yeah. But but not learning to 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 have a strong sense of self or not learning to yeah. to allow somebody to disagree with you um and and still be able to hold your own 
sense of value and worth. Yes. Right. When we don't do that, when we struggle with that, we we struggle to become the person one that we see that we can become. So we all dream. We all have dreams of who we want to be. Yeah. We all see ourselves further along in life than we are. We all see ourselves possibly. Well, I should say most of us see ourselves for life further in life than than where we are. Yeah. Are doing something great. Or doing something as a leader. Or doing something whatever. <clears throat> and um and, and really um. What stops you from from going from where you're at right now to that point is how well you can you can differentiate yourself yeah. from from others. Right. How 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 well can you still love the person you're in relationship mm-hmm. with, but still have a sense of self? Yes. There, you know, I, I love what the Apostle Paul writes. So I, one of the churches, I'm trying to remember which one it was, but he writes, either Ephesians or Galatians, um, and he writes in his letter as he's explaining the grace of God, countering the law, and he says, "Have I become your enemy?" me because I, I I speak the truth right and oh my gosh what a what an important thing to grab a hold of right, right? have I become your enemy because I speak the truth right mm-hmm. and it's like how many of us can sit in the tension of someone speaking truth to us mm-hmm. and not fall apart right. not come unraveled not yeah. not start questioning whether or not uh, we are the right person for the right job or the right space, the right time. Mm-hmm. How can, how many of us struggle with that? I know I yeah. have yeah. in my life. I just don't like how that verse has been weaponized for it some. It has been weaponized, right. And that's the thing. Like, I love that verse because I know what the truth is. Right, right, right. Well, I believe I know what the truth is. I well, know sure, what the no, truth yeah. is at this yeah, moment yeah, in yeah. the season of my life about sure. the love of God. But I believe it's been weaponized and people will use that in abusive conversations to allow abusive language to right. happen or abuse of power right. when it's it's not that's not what this is meaning. No. This is totally talking about being able to speak your own your right. own where you're at to your like if I'm speaking with you of me being able right. to share that. Right. Um and yeah. so I think being aware of that too. Like, right. It does get weaponized, but it usually gets weaponized from people who are on the other side of the triangle from those who are others validating. Um, they're too independent. Yes, yes, right. They're too independent. And really all they care about is what they think about themselves. And there's no room for anybody to speak into them. And so what they do yes, is they, thank you. they do the very, that's right. They do the very opposite end of that. They, they take this verse and they weaponize it because they know without a shadow that they're right and everybody else is wrong. Yes. And man, you know, you talk about Enneagram numbers of people who can do this well. You know, man, ones definitely do this very well. Immature yes. ones can really uh, uh, take that scripture and just go with it. I mean, we, we've seen people all right. over the place do that but on social no media. But there's no growth in that. That's there, the hard there thing isn't. is and when that's the there's thing. someone that's using that verse as a weapon, they're often not growing in their own for themselves. Right. You know, they're, they may be growing as I guess right. some capacity, but they're not growing and right. allowing others to speak into right. them. And if you can't, if that's, if you come at it with that verse right. and don't allow someone else to say, but can you see it from this direction? This is how right. I'm receiving what you're doing. Right. Then you've allowed yourself to weaponize right. that There's versus no. being growth mindset. Absolutely. That's, that's exactly right. And there's no growth in individualism by themselves. In other words, when we right. talk about having a strong sense of self, right. it is both being able to say, I know who I am right. and I know where I stand, but it doesn't mean that you don't still hear what other people have to say. It's being able, oh, yeah. to, it's being able to take what other people say yes. and you weigh it out and go, is there truth to what's being spoken? Right. Well, yeah, there is truth. Sometimes I am a jerk. Okay, right. well, I don't have to allow that to break me. If I allow it to break me, I'm right back into allowing 
allowing what you yes. say about me to, to dictate to, to dictate to who I am. Yep. We're not talking about that's health. You know, you're never going to have growth and in individualism to the extent where you don't receive or welcome anybody's opinion, right. anybody's information. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the other side of that. That's where we're going back to what David Schnarch talks about is there's growth. You know, uh, emotionally invested relationships are growing machines, and yeah. particularly marriage. That's why people oh, yeah. who and it's not saying that you have to be married. I'm not saying it at all. No, I'm not saying you it can at all. have this you can in have regular relationships. Great, yeah, yeah, you can have this in your in your coworker relationships, yeah. your boss relationship, your work relationships. Yes, that's not what I'm I'm not saying. So yeah. don't <clears throat> don't hear what I'm not saying. Right. I'm just saying people who are married who are doing life pretty much 24/7. Right. I mean, I leave work. I mean, I leave home to go to work, but I come home to you. And so mm-hmm. you see me more than anybody else. Right. And so We see the the best and the worst in each other. Absolutely. I can go to work and put on a show all I want to, right? And so, but to the extent that I'm willing to invest emotionally in relationships, they're yeah. going to have opportunities for for to, to grow as well, yeah. for me to grow as well. But when you're in marriage, marriage particularly, man, that is a that is a there is no better growing machine right. than marriage, right? right. Um, there is, there's not going to be anybody who can really speak to the heart and depth of your innermost being than the person you've said yes to and you spend the rest of your life with. Right. Again, doesn't mean that you can't have growth and it doesn't mean you can't grow. You absolutely can yeah, you grow. Can, if you're because... single, you can absolutely have yeah. same, a lot of uh, that same growth if you're emotionally investing in relationships around. Yes. But if you're going to be this this starch hermit who only you know surrounds yourself with yes men and that's it, mm-hmm. there's no growth in that. And right. by the way, even if you're in that independent mindset of I'm not, I don't care what anybody else says. If if you're only surrounding yourself with echo chambers of people who only agree with you, you're still mm-hmm. others validated. Right. Right. You're still others validated, yeah. whether you realize it or not. You're still others validated because right. because you you need the validation of those who agree with you, right? Right to to set you straight. So so true. And to build uh, uh, that value and worth, right? Um, so when we talk, so again, you can't. When we talk about differentiation. You, you that is your ability to to grow. That's your ability mm-hmm. to stand on your own two feet. Um, right. That's your ability to to have a healthy sense of self. Go ahead. You're going to say something. So uh, I was going to say, I didn't know where you were going no, with that, fine. but I was going to say, so how do you, so a lot of us, if you've been married for any amount of time, you may recognize, oh, dang, I'm not differentiated at all. I'm more others I'm validating. I'm fused. Emotionally um, fused, yeah. Right. How do you begin to walk this path of recognize first one it's recognizing it right yeah but then walking the path of being like okay how do i not need others to validate me like this is something i've had to walk out and i'm i continually walk it out because i am definitely one that has needed others to validate me for you know most of my life and so for me we were talking about um like self-talk yeah well i think starting off i think i I think starting off, it requires somebody else for the most part or Mm -hmm. something else. I should say it requires an external force to, to initiate that because very rarely do any of us without the help of (laughs) somebody else or something else have a moment of waking up and going, Oh, I've been completely wrong my entire life about this. So I'm going to go ahead and change it. If you could change you, you would change you. Right. right? So it's only like a situation or something. I think a situation that pops up that creates that tension. I think counseling is a great opportunity and to to have somebody be able to help walk you, begin to walk you out to that. Mm Because a lot of times, um, even in your own relationship, just based on how 
uh, uh, self-aware you are uh, onto that and really how open you are. It's probably sometimes hard to, it's not probably sometimes, it is absolutely hard to hear your spouse say, no, you really need to see this is where you're at, you know? Right. And, and so having a, a counselor that can help begin to walk through uh, some of those things. And in counselors, right. what they do really well is they ask questions. It's not even really about them teaching. That's the difference between counseling and coaching, yeah. right? And, and really, uh, it's like there's the question asking that, that mm-hmm. takes place. I'm really more about let's let's pull out uh, what's really going on. Let's ask yeah. these right questions. Why do you feel that way? What's going on? When did right. you notice you started feeling that way? How mm-hmm. often has this happened? When have you seen these cycles? Uh, have you, how have you seen these cycles? Uh, repeat themselves right? right and throughout your life yeah um, so I think it would take it takes external um, information to begin that that internal transformation right so counseling yeah. or it could be a podcast it can be a lots of there are so many great so podcasts many out podcasts. there or Listen, YouTube like yeah, there's so much there are there are a ton of, of podcasts both you know uh, Christian podcasts and and to uh, non-Christian podcasts I mean just mm-hmm. truth is truth if it's true right. then it's good and, right. and it doesn't have to have Jesus tagged into it for it to be true right. and if it is true then use it you know right. it's like well, you know, it's not Christian. Well, there are a lot of things you, that are true that don't right. have the tagline of Christianity. To <laughs> and it. it's just knowing, like, you're not, like, for me, I'm like, I'm not going to be talked out of my faith. Yeah. Like, you're not, I'm not going to be talked out of my faith yeah. because of some, some theory or some scientific right. evidence that's been brought about or whatever. I'm, I'm right. not going to be talked out about it. I knew, I know where I stand. So, right. But I, I think going back to, like, self-talk, like, if I'm, since I'm others- I can lean to being others validated. Yeah. If you find yourself there is how are you going to, when that's not happening, right? how are you going to be able to still stand on your own two right. feet? Right, it's right, going to be right. what you're saying to yourself. If all right. you do is criticize yourself right. or talk down to yourself, then you're going to find a way and find someone that's going to speak into you the way you right. need to, to feel like, okay, now I can stand on my own two feet because they right. validated me. Versus being able to say, you know what? No, I'm going to post things all over my house. Right. That's going to remind me of, okay, I've got this. Like, I can validate who right. I am, my integrity, my, right. you know, my character right. is built on these things, yeah. not on what other people say. Right. You can have those affirmations, those right. affirmations right. that are there. Because there's um, going to be arguments that come up that. or disagreements that I come think, up. I think, yeah. And the process, too, um, you know learning to manage your anxieties is important that's right? a big that's one. a hard one to do because we we one. always want to like when we start feeling anxious and 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 uh and and again we're we're taught uh that you know it, it goes back to like we were man it was was it uh david Schnarch was talking about it right and <clears throat> and um about babies and how babies yeah. you know they need they need to be coddled and they need to be constantly coddled mm-hmm. and they need, you know whatever mm-hmm. And, and so we're taught that that's the case and that they, they need that constantly. But babies learn how to self-soothe. We've had three kids, you know, mm-hmm. and there have been times where they've been crying in the crib <clears throat> and they don't need to be up right now. And so right. we, we say, no, whatever it is, we're not going back in there and picking them up. Because the moment yeah. we go back in there and pick them up, what have they learned? They've learned that, mm-hmm. oh, okay, if I'm in this situation and I don't want to be asleep right now, even though I need to be taking a nap, mm-hmm. I'll just scream through the top of my lungs. And I'll scream loud enough that my parents come here and pick me up right. and they remove me from my bed and I don't right. have to do what I need to do, which is right. sit in the discomfort of having to take a nap. And that would be, I mean, that, that argument really could be argued different ways uh, parenting, too, yeah. by parent, different, different studies and stuff. So that's depends on where you're at on that. No, but know? there's an element of self-soothing. I think your kids resilient. have to, well, I think I'm not saying abandon your kid and I'm not saying it at all, but no, that, I get it. The idea of 
I mean, how many times have our kids they they have not wanted to take even as they get as they get older they've right. not wanted to take naps and it's like right. well, no you need to take a nap it's yeah. better for you yeah and so well, I don't everyone. want to take a nap and they lay in their bed and I don't want to take right. a nap and then right. eventually they soothe themselves they go to sleep or whatever the case is right they learn how to soothe themselves and I think for us we haven't learned how to do that so when something creates discomfort in a relationship right. we we respond or react a certain way to get the 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 reaction we want mm-hmm. and we get the reaction we want now i can feel soothed right. i need you to come coddle me i need you mm-hmm. to tell me i'm good so that's why i'll go say um you know if something happens and we, we'll say this you know people say this often kids do it too but they oh i'm just no good and I sh- i'm stupid i shouldn't mm-hmm. have done that and, and what they're they're doing is they're looking for validation they're looking yeah. for you to come back and say oh no you're not stupid you're not dumb you're not this you're not that right. and it's like well and and then you know they're okay now i feel better but but being able to say instead of saying well you know no you're not dumb it's to say well why would you think that you're dumb and what makes you think that you're that way so right. they can begin this to kind of process that out well right. the same thing needs to happen with us is right. when I feel discomfort in that moment do I need to immediately respond and fall apart and get you to come rescue me or can I spend right. some time learning how to manage my anxieties man I don't like the way this makes me feel right so let me just ask myself some questions right. you know what is real about the situation yeah what is the what's the reality what's the truth about the situation right, right? um it, you know is it as bad as i really think it is you right. know um you know and, and what actually happened not try to try to get to the heart of that like right. what really happened what are the steps that actually happened not mm-hmm. what i not what i attach to the situation not what i think you think you did or whatever right. the case is or what i think you did but what actually happened and mm-hmm. i think getting to a place where you learn how to manage your anxieties and we've we've had to do that and particularly yeah. you know a lot over this last year too is yes and moments and where it's like you've had to say to me, you know, I've had I have these funky days, man, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to be more and more aware of it. And I think this past week or last week I did a better job at this, mm-hmm. where I was having a funky day. And for mm-hmm. you in the past, in those moments, you would want to come and try to either uh, uh, try to rescue me out of that, try to get mm-hmm. to the heart of figuring out what's wrong with me, or right. you just be like, all right, I'm I'm leaving, bye. Yeah. But you know, but for the most part, you want to try to fix it. Something's wrong. We need to fix it. And so mm-hmm. you've gotten really good at being able to to say, "Well, um, hey, are you good?" And you, know, "Yeah, I'm good." And you can see that I'm not. And so you say, "Okay, well, you go off and do your thing." Mm-hmm. And and I can, depending on where I'm at in that mind space, can go. Wait a minute, you were supposed to come back and ask me, "Are you sure you're good?" Because I need that. And I, right. you know, but you're differentiating yourself, and mm-hmm. you're like, "Okay," because right. if I need to talk about it, then then I'll right. before and talk about right. it. Right, and it's learning those, that managing your own anxieties because I would get so stressed out in the past. If you were right. stressed, I'd get stressed and I'd right. be trying to figure out why am I so stressed? What's going on? Right. But I just felt the tension from you which created tension in me. And now right. it's like, I can't handle all that you, tension. You can't. Why should you? And I'm you? not supposed to. I don't need right. to carry that tension if it, Especially if it's not something that we're needing to walk out together in the sense right. of like, hey, this is a between me and you thing. Right. We need to talk it out. If it's just a you thing and you need to walk, walk that path, right. then we we individually need to be able to walk that yeah. path for ourselves. And there's so many tactics. I mean, maybe in future podcasts we yeah. go through some tactics of walking that, you know, controlling your own anxieties yeah, and what that looks like. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. You know, we talked about... Um, and I was just thinking about that. You said I, I can, um, I would, how did you just say that a second? Because it made me think about something that I wanted to hit on. And maybe I did and I just forget that I hit on it. Um, but the whole, you'll never, you're never going to be the, that's where I was going with the illustration. We can all see ourselves as leaders one day. It yeah. just, it just came back to me. <laughs> We're never going to be the person that we could be 
if we if we sit where we're at currently. In other words, if right. we, you know, if if you're constantly rescuing me, right. you're never going to be the best person of you that you can be, the best version of you you can be. Right. I'm never going to be the best version that I can be of myself. Right. And so I get to that place where I can, you know, self through. I can, I can. I can learn to manage my own anxieties. It's right. like you, you, in becoming more differentiated, right? right. You, we all have an incredible, uh, uh, you know, a, a, an incredible future in regards to who we're called by God to be, for right. sure. All of us, God's never made a dud. You know what right. I mean? Like exactly. never ever made a dud. Right. You're not a dud. You're never gonna be. You're not. You're not designed to be a dud. Right. You're, you're designed to excel yeah. and thrive, but. But you're never going to get to that point if you don't learn how to be differentiated. I'm never going to learn how to be to get to that point if I don't learn how to do it in my own life. And it's something right. you continue to grow and progress through, right? Yes. It's, it's a journey. It doesn't just, you just don't all of a sudden one day do it. Like, like we didn't all of a sudden no, just start walking no one, five miles one yeah. day. It's going to take us time to get to walking and running, running and five miles. And, you know, yeah. it takes time. And so recognizing like... Being differentiated based on how long you've been with your spouse or with yeah. a, you know, in a relationship, even if it's a work relationship that can happen, um, it's going to take time and it's going to be a lot of tension that you might have to walk through based on right. how fused you are to needing others' approval and validation. Right. And being okay with that, being okay knowing like, hey, this is a journey, but I'm willing to go on it because. So, yeah, that's good. What if what if our partner doesn't want to change though? Like what that that's a that's a, a thing mm -hmm. you hear. Well, what if my partner doesn't change? What do I do? Right. Well, you, you do you. You keep going forward. Right. right. You do you. Right, because it's gonna create enough tension at some point where I believe yes. where they're gonna either grow. Mm-hmm. Or there, there's going to be tension. There, there's going to be. I mean, there's but the like tension comes from the tension comes from the choice, right? Either they're going to grow. So, so let's just use a weight loss aspect, a weight loss illustration on that. Okay. If 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 both people in the relationship mm -hmm. are overweight, and right. one of the one of them goes, you know what? I don't like the way that our our life is going. Right. I've, you know, as far as our health, we're not going to be we're not going to live long enough. You know, right, we're going to right. drink whatever. Um, so I think we should get healthy. I think right. we should change the way we, we begin to eat. Right. Uh -huh. And, and the other spouse says, well, I'm fine doing what I do. You, right. you know, and so Which we've been here in the past for both of us. Sure. Where it's like, yeah. I'm ready. And then you're not, or yeah. you're ready and I'm not. So what's the solution? The solution mm -hmm. is, well, I guess I can't change. I guess we're not going to, we're going to be the same. No, the thing is, is you start, you start yeah. you because it only takes a matter of time right. before you drop. 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 pounds, 50 pounds right. before your spouse begins to look at you and go, oh, oh well, I, I don't know how I feel about this right now. All of a sudden I got these, these feelings that I'm, I got, because right. you know, now I'm starting to question, well, why, well then why are you doing that? Now? How come, you know, right. and it's like, well, that's good. All that's, these insecurities right Right, up, insecurities right up, but that's good tension to have. Right. And so what happens often is, is they try to, either they'll try to sabotage. Yeah. They'll try to sabotage it and right. say to, to bring you back to where they're at because right. that's where comfort's at. Yep. Or it's enough of a motivation for them to go, man, maybe I do need to change. And I maybe let me jump on this this program with you. And then I start losing it as well right. as well. So your partner changes by creating an environment where they have to make a decision to change or right. not to change. Right. But you're never going to change if you don't, if you don't, they will never change if you don't start taking that step forward right. for yourself. That's right. where it comes back to. I need to grow myself. Yes. Before I can even really grow my marriage, my right. relationship. Right. I need to grow in myself. Right. Yep. And so 
that's yeah. a that's an important thing to remember. So anytime you begin to differentiate, there creates there can be opportunities for more tension, mm-hmm. more frustration, um, and that's good. That's not a bad right. thing. It's tension not. doesn't mean something's wrong in your relationship. Tension right. means that something's going right in your relationship. That your yeah. marriage is doing the job it's supposed to do, which is create an environment for you right. to grow up. Yeah. No one wants to grow up anymore. Right. Like so our whole so- kids. yeah, our whole society is geared around that. Yeah, make it yeah. to make you look younger. You got this to this thing to make you feel younger. You get the blue pill to make you perform younger. You got whatever the case is. All of these things. Yeah, yeah. Toys R Us. You know, I remember that, that thing. Everybody yeah. remembers it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. A million yeah. things in Toys R Us that I can play with from right. bikes to games to video games. Mm-hmm. Right. You go through that whole thing. It's like, well, why? Because we want to stay young, right? Mm-hmm. But but life is not lived in its fullness. Right. Um, staying young. Right. Life is really lived in its fullness as we grow up. Yeah. That's why so and, much, so many studies show like older. Um, what is it, 60, 50s, 60s, 70-year-olds feel like 40, 50s, and 60s. Is it 40? I thought it's it was a little 40, older than that. It's, it's 40s, 50s, and 60s where they begin to feel more comfortable and satisfied with yes. who they are. Right. And so that's often when the best sex happens is in your 40s, 50s, and 60s. Right. Come on, Jesus, I'm 40 years old. It's been good so far. But that's when the best sex <laughs> really begins to happen because you get to a right. place where you find your, you're, you're okay with who you are. Right. You're okay. Which is like crazy because it's like you just so, you look back over life and you're like, oh, why couldn't this have been taught or understood this in the younger years to actually feel that, that, you know, sense of self oh, and that man. fullness and satisfaction in your twenties and in your thirties yeah. and in your forty, whatever age yeah. it is, um, but that's like, I guess maybe it's just getting this understanding, this education to people so that it can happen earlier and earlier in life. Don't you wish that could have been the case? Because isn't there so many other positions that we would have tried, right? If we were younger and felt as confident as we did. Like some of them things like, I ain't yeah. trying that because my role is going to get in the way or whatever the case uh-huh. is. It's like when you get to your 40s, 50s, and yeah. 60s, you're just like, man, how do we do that? And, and where can we get some assistance? You know, yeah. it's like, you know, so... <laughs> But no, it's true. The older you get, the better it is. Yeah. When you grow up, it is really better. I used to yeah. think, man, the best, you had it the best when you were a kid sitting in front of the TV for Saturday morning cartoons eating like five bowls of Captain Crunch, right? And your, your roof of your mouth gets real dry yeah. and raw. Yeah. Um, and you say, oh, that was it. That was the life. No, it's not. Mm-mm. No, it's not. And then you get to the part, I can't wait to grow up and I can't wait to do that because there's freedom in your grown up. Yeah. Now, when we get bills and stuff and mortgages and stuff like that, then we're like, man, I kind of enjoyed the Saturday night or Saturday morning cartoons right but in all honesty I wouldn't trade where I'm at right now to, no. to go I just for I just enjoy life so much more now right and I think the same thing comes into play with your marriage is the more differentiated you become yeah the more you're able to stand on your own two feet Right. The more you're able to enjoy sex, yeah. the more you're able to enjoy your intimacy, the right. more you're able to grow as individuals right. and as a couple. I mean, right. it's the sky's the The more the you're limit. able to enjoy yourself. Right. Like, I mean, not even, right. you know, yes, marriage, but when you enjoy yourself yeah. and you enjoy being with yourself, yeah. then for one, others will enjoy being with you, which means your marriage right. will be more enjoyable right, and everything right, right, around right, right, that right. will be more enjoyable. And it's so, it's so, it does, man. It's so, it, it bleeds into other aspects of life. Life, right yeah it so does yes I was talking to a, a young leader uh, earlier this week and we were talking about management and we were talking about understanding management and it's like man you know to, to lead people yeah. and to lead people well and like and a lot of the greatest leaders are differentiated they yeah. they have an understanding of others you have and to self be. you have to be right and so yeah it's just it just it bleeds into all other aspects right. of life yeah so I think that's all we got for today yeah it's a lot, it's a lot. that was a lot it was good. 
it was good for sure. But it's a lot, and we'll probably end up coming back to this numerous Over and over again, because, because it's really, really at the heart a, of it. That's where it's at. Yeah, it's a foundation of building healthy relationships all over. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. well, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it so very much. Yeah. Don't forget, you can uh, send your questions in. You can send feedback, comments, concerns, whatever it is. Go send it to email us at feedback at goingtherepodcast.com. You also can go check out the website. Podcasts are on there as well, as well as some resources in the resource tab. You can also ask your question there and can be completely anonymous as well. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And do, do us a favor. Dude, do us a favor. Do us a favor. <laughs> If you're listening to us on Apple uh, Podcasts, do us a favor and rate and review us and, and let us know uh, what you think and how it's how it's blessing you. So, yes. all right, guys, thanks so much again for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week. Oh.